0: Hello, footies, and welcome to Foot in Review. We are the number one independent FC24 podcast, bringing you two shows a week. We are available on all podcast platforms around the world, including now on Amazon Music and, of course, as a fully produced video show on YouTube and Spotify. And, of course, if you can spare a few bucks and join our loyalty programs, and get some free merchandise while at it, visit patreon.com slash or foodinreview.com and join our super close community and get that invite to our Discord server with that. Today's episode is brought to you by Car Money, but more about them later. And on that note, let's shout out our Patreon Skybox owners. It's time to say a big thank you to Paul C, Amar L, Archum W, Mario A, Simon E, and of course, Peter. Um, now let's get this show started. Hello foodies and welcome back to Food in Review episode 554. Today we'll talk about the hot topic of content. We've just had the first week in league and of course we'll discuss defending A new corner tactic for everyone to use or to abuse. And of course, it's Tuesday, which means it's time for formation in review and the player in review. My name is John and I'll be your host today. And I'm joined by Manolo, then the man. We'll see this uh, Saturday play football, I think. It's none other than the scout. It's N.J. Nathan Downs.
1: <laughs> hey, John. Thanks for having me on. Uh, I'm glad actually to say that you'll not be seeing me play, no, but you I'm... will see me getting very, very angry, shouty at the sides of the pitch and and coaching our team up in a in a very big game. So, you Scottish people, if you want to come down to to Riverside and see Gene Field, then then please do. But looking forward for the, for the show ahead, lots to talk about, and obviously looking forward to to the weekend when you uh, make the journey across the seas to come and. Uh, get abused in person, I mean, to come and have a few drinks and a good chat in person.
0: <laughs> much appreciated. I'm looking forward to that as well. Of course, our annual meetup this Sunday uh, in Edinburgh as well. Very much looking forward to uh, Talking about that, a little bit of housekeeping. Keep an eye out of our socials uh, for things meeting uh, happening in those meetings. Um, we'll post a lot of stories. We'll film a lot of content. And we might do a, little, a larger video release later on. Uh, but in the meanwhile, just check out Food Coaching on socials and you'll see what's going on and why you should join next time if you have decided to join this year as well. Nate, we've got lots and lots to talk about, We lots to go into. We've both made it into Division 4 now, so that's good.
1: <laughs> we have, yeah. I had won my first game since Friday today um, after finally buying a team. Mainly yourself, uh, Shack <laughs> and Dan have been telling me spend some of the coins, so... I had a bit of a spending spree last night, and what a difference it makes. So one game, one win to clinch it. Div 4, happy days. I just don't know whether I'm brave enough to actually try out Division 4 anymore.
0: Uh, It's pretty tough out there. I've sort of (laughs) noticed. Um, Then again, if there's a good time to play Division 4, it's a Monday when if you have not subscribed to the Pro League, it's probably the best day because everyone else is playing in the Pro League. So. (laughs) Definitely won't okay. be subscribing. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, Nate, also, uh, last bit of housekeeping. The Pro Clubs, which these days is just called Clubs because there's nothing pro apparently in it anymore in FC24. Uh, the Clubs is starting for our Patreon. So if you're a foot in review Patreon, then tonight we'll start leveling up our pros, our players start just playing dropping games. It's all about having fun. So not the pressure we had on a professional team. But we'll take that experience with us, so I'm very much looking forward to that. If you are a Patreon member, just look at the channels, and we'll post up when we're meeting up together and play. I'll play goalkeeper. I'm a level 15 goalkeeper already, so let's get this going. I've heard everyone is also level one, so I'll probably be getting a lot of balls out of the net tonight. But we'll see about that.
1: You've put the pressure on yourself there, John.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, but that's all right. I like a little bit of pressure. Uh, <laughs> if you don't like a little bit of pressure or torture, then this game isn't for us anyways. (laughs) Nathan, where do we want to start? Do we want to start with the whole topic? It's content, content, content. We talked about it this this Friday as well, this Saturday when the show got released. Um, We had a whole discussion about it as well on Saturday with everyone. Thank you all, by the way, for leaving us those five-star reviews and dropping all those comments about the discussions, very much appreciated. Well, so many, we can't name them all on the show, but it's very much appreciated. So this topic is definitely hot. Um, Daniel, I think, figured out how the comparison is between FIFA 23 and FC 24 content-wise. And what is the conclusion, Nate?
1: Yeah, so we'll like you say, we'll start with Dan there. Um, it's, it's a big, big change. So in 23, we had Newcomers Challenge, we had Haaland's Transfer, we had Sanchez to PSG, Then we had the marquee matchups, then newcomers challenge, one to the win and net splinter, net splitter, sorry. And then obviously the marquee matchups again. So, um, this year we've had, I think we had one on release, then we've had two lots of marquee matchups and that's it. So what does that mean Uh, for the people that weren't either with 23 or kind of think I'm just talking a foreign language? Um, basically EA released lots and lots of ways to grind packs, um, by using the menus, by submitting players into SBCs and getting um, whether it's goal player packs or certain packs with players in them. So another way to get more players either to trade, to sell, to bring into your club, whatever. Uh, This year, um, you guys highlighted it on Friday. um, Really good show, by the way. But you guys highlighted the fact that the content has been a bit, devoid Me and Dan spoke about that on Monday, obviously Tuesday for those that aren't in the, the Discord or in the Patreons. Um but yeah that just summarizes that it's been such a change from what we're expecting. It has been quiet. And you know, you guys listed that there has been quite a few player SBCs um released. So we're not talking about players or we're talking about ways to get packs. And you know the half the fun of the game is opening packs and there's been a massive shift away from here's packs to basically go and spend coins or you know do the do the the initial objectives and milestones but once that's done you can only really do the the cup that they've released now or or rivals
0: yeah and um i said that might change after that friday show of course when people listen to the show on saturday night we actually got some content i thought this is actually pretty cool we got diego carlos
1: we did get Diego Carlos. Um, but thank God, so woeful. That was a way to say, have you had time to have a look at Diego Carlos? So on paper, when you know when we heard the leak was coming, I was quite excited because last year he was really, really overpowered, especially for your starter team. So I thought this would be a good one. But pace, 76, with a pretty hefty split between acceleration and sprinting. So you're a bit mad. Defending is very good. So we'll give him that, 87, uh, defending. But the big, the big takeaway, John, for me, stamina, 54. Like, even though it start of the game, you don't want a player with 54 stamina. He's going to be subbed off at halftime. And 121,000 coins for this card. I mean, for another 70,000k, um, I went and bought Virgil van Dijk. For less than this, you can get a Tamor, you can get Varan, who, yeah, they won't, you know, upgrade, but his, his stamina is not going to upgrade that much. So I, I think that's, like, uh, to be honest, it's a horrific, a horrific SBC. And I don't usually use that word. Very often, I usually say it's good or bad, but I think that's a shocking SBC to be releasing. Um, he may play very well, but he's only going to play very well for a half, and then he's going to be getting the oxygen mask out and trying to get CPR or something.
0: <laughs> I can I can make this even worse. My ex, my experiences over the last three weeks of FC Twenty Four is that not only can you have you do you have to compare stats when you actually have to decide which player you want to use, but you have to consider playstyles and especially playstyles plus. I, of course, use Virgil van Dijk as a playstyle plus as well. And even though there's like, even if there's cards that have better stats, if you have a card that has a playstyle plus that fits you or fits the style you want to play or fits the role he has to fulfill, that playstyle plus card can actually be much better than the pure face stats cards uh, would show, right? Absolutely. This card has no playstyle plus and only two playstyles. I think long ball pass, wood, wood, and anticipate, which anticipate isn't all that bad, but that's about it. Yeah. So there's also nothing adding to this card, I think. And that's also one of my letdowns now. Why not introduce new playstyles on some of these cards when you're doing SPCs anyways?
1: Yeah, I mean, there there's so many ways that it can go in terms of what EA could do and possibly they will. They've not announced that. You know, they won't add them if they progress or whatever. They've kind of announced that there has been stats changes, which you'd expect and he's rode to the knockouts. But I mean, look at Footbin, five hundred and sixty-three up votes, but eighteen hundred and nineteen down votes. So the community's spoken, you know, it's not just me going, This isn't great. I mean, if his if his stamina was better, if he had, you know, the jockey <laughs> play style, if he had, even if he had power headed the the way the meta's going, like crossing's quite big, we've touched on it before. You know, a couple more um, couple more play styles, like you've said, with, that should be decent, but the stamina, the lack of um, play styles, you know, people will talk about his agility and balance because they're both really low, but Varane's, you know, notoriously low in this, but he still seems to be the best in the game pretty much every year. So I would take that with a pinch of salt. It's more for your attacking twisty turners. But yeah, too many negatives. Um, even though, like, you know, theoretically it could have been a very, very good start, a very good SBC to, to mark this pro, Team Two promo.
0: Yeah, but well it wasn't, unfortunately. I think we're pretty clear about that. Um, then you got your team together. One of your favorite players of all time, I think, is David Beckham. Mm-hmm. And, all the middle Sunday evening, you got a David Beckham SBC.
1: We did. We, again, the leakers leaked this. Um, Still, we- you bought it you so well no i didn't buy him i (laughs) i I waited i had made all my concepts for the team that i wanted and put him in um i was very excited by this um especially because i'm playing a lot of co-ops um we've we experiment with crossing but me and dan are absolute crossing fiends like we we have to have a big guy up front we like crossing so beckham kind of fits that mold um he's not the most meta player but he's certainly one of those icons that i think a lot of people do um EA have been very clever because I don't know if anyone will realise, but the <laughs> Netflix second, exactly. So the David Beckham hype is real just now, anyway. So I w- I think it's too much of a coincidence. Too much to be a coincidence. I think it's good planning, and to be honest, I think that's very good business sense for them. Um, he's he looks very good. Um, like I say, I'm playing him wide right, right, but I think I may end up moving him into the middle because uh, I think he'd be a very good sort of sent a mid even a box to box he's wide at the moment because i don't have anyone else in that role but you know his, his set plays are going to be phenomenal his passing's excellent shooting's very very good paces are 80 you put a hunter or a shadow on him it boosts up to to you know uh competitive at this style of, this side of the cycle so um obviously his team of the year i was harping on about last year his team of the year icon but I think this is a very, very good card for this stage of FIFA, um, and I think it will last a good few weeks as well. So he's coming in about four hundred, was it four hundred thirteen k, which is now slightly above we above his market price, which was down at three two three. So if you don't think you are going to keep him for the long term, buy him. Uh, obviously, that price dropped massively um, when the SBC actually came out. We expected this to be at five hundred k SBC. So yeah, I think it's I think it's good. I'll give this as a rare thumbs up.
0: I do as well, although they have been a little bit stingy at the downside of these SBCs.
1: The packs for the gold and silver players? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're lucky it's you on and not Dan because I think his his words in the chat was a little bit more explicit than that, but you're right, they've replaced the two rare gold players for doing the bronze and silver packs with, um, I think it's a silver pack and a three rare gold player gold pack. Play. A yeah. gold
0: common pack, maybe? Even? That's the I one, even yeah.
1: Which, is, is it takes away your chance. You know, you don't really, really pack players from those two player packs, but it takes that chance of it away, which is it's di- disappointing, to be honest.
0: Well, to be fair, I didn't do too many Icon SBCs last year uh, because of obvious reasons. that Most of them weren't that good, and the other ones I did have to do seven, I don't know, 72 SBCs to get it done. <laughs> Something like, I didn't even know, but a, a lot. Uh, but I almost always did the bottom two ones just to get like those two gold rare. You never know. Like I, I don't trade. So it's just like, oh, I've got these rares Anyways, just check it. Toss it yeah. in we'll see, right? Um, that's what I did instantly. And we see in chat, Caden says as well, i done the SBCs without actually checking the rewards. <laughs> Same goes for me. I was like, okay, toss them in. Get them out. Toss them in, get them out. Get my packs. That's weird. Wait, what? Go back. Like, hmm, okay. So I have to commit now. that no, I don't have to commit, but I will commit to doing back I think as well. Because the card itself, that ball plus is really, really good. Honestly, for the free kicks. Um, We'll talk about free kicks in a moment as well. But the card basically, especially in a mid mid role, uh, we'll talk about formation review, but he would fit one of those roles in one of those formations. I've tested uh, very well, although it's hard to bring in the team. Maybe we'll we'll have a think about that. But um, good, bring us more. I think... uh, this is sort of what we're asking asking for, right?
1: Absolutely, With better um, packs, please, Dan. Better packs, you know the, these type of players, and like like we said, this is a good time of the game to be tra- to be using these type of icons as well, because it's not your R nines, you know, R tens, sedans, um, Christ, you know, the ones that everybody wants, but you could actually pretty much get away with them through the cycle like having a usable player like this that people like at this stage of the game i think is really good um so yeah no definitely and you talk about play styles he's got a whole list of playstyles as well not just the set plays so i yeah i'd recommend doing that if you've got the fodder it cost me ten and a half k because i had to buy 187 so um i you know i lost a lot of, lost a lot of fodder but at the same time it's well worth it in my eyes
0: yeah definitely and don't forget the short passing long passing is very good in this card and that's a very useful one to have, especially because he has the incisive pass, the long ball pass, the whipped pass, of course, and um, the chip shot helps as well. So, uh, yeah, uh, all around, I think it's a pretty cool card. Um, just a little bit. I don't know if I'm sad about his rewards because I don't give that much about it, but it's, it's also not needed to, to have change that, I think.
1: It's just another example of EA stinginess, I think, is probably the only way to put it.
0: Yeah. Yesterday, we had a little bit of discussion. I said, hey, should I buy some packs, right, to catch up? And I was like, hey, I'm talking about catch up, which made me hungry, but hey, that's a different story. But in all seriousness, I was like, hey, I'm already talking about catching up in week three. That's weird. Don't do it. And the second thing is you said, well, what do you want to spend it on all kinds of tradable packs? You won't get any more coins from it either. Like, yeah, that's a good point. So I didn't spend it all. So EA, actually, your strategy is making me not spend now so i think that's also good to show
1: yeah just nate, tune two. in and listen to dan and uh, Shaq in their in the trading discord trading chat instead it'll be it'll put you on a lot further
0: yeah Mister missed three million plus <laughs> not it's... anymore not no, anymore <laughs> <laughs> nate the first weekend league has passed you have not played have you
1: I have not. For those of you in in Scotland, you'll know that we had horrific weather. Uh, we had an amber warning, so I was ended up having to do a night shift on Saturday, which kind of scuppered my Friday, Saturday, Sunday, getting everything prepped and then and then doing that. And then the wife got <laughs> the wife got stuck in work. She got stranded in her village in her wee hospital as well. So I've not been able to play weekend league. I was hoping to maybe try and get through it this time, um, but it wasn't to be. But I hear somebody had a, an interesting uh, experience into the first one of the year.
0: Yeah, so I don't play Weekly League normally, right? I think everyone listening to the show know, knows that. I play weekly league during team of the season when you get extra rewards from it. Uh for the Red Picks I never even bothered because I also have very little time to actually figure out what like how to fit it in. Uh and then my wife said I'm taking the kids Sunday afternoon just out to the play yards and stuff. If you want you can do something for yourself. Like, you know what? Let's do some weekly League. I got three hours to kill. Let's go. So I played 20 matches in three, in three hours, which goes against everything we advised on Saturday show. Uh, so it was an interesting experience, but oh boy, was it sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, insane teams. Uh, of course, Lone FC was out in full force, which I still don't like, but I guess it's part of the game anyways, right? So uh, is what it is can't really be much different with all these loans and packs anyways. So, it's also, we spoke about it last year that sometimes these packs sort of feel worth it because of the loan player you can get and use in using these things during a certain period, get you over a promotion or get you into uh, Wicked League, which that's not exactly how I want to see Ultimate Team um, end up, but I guess that's what it is. So, I played a lot of loans like Insane. I, I faced Haaland every other match. Um, and that's not even... because Haaland's sort of affordable because he dropped down as well. Uh, but us was everywhere because everyone has around a 20-plus loan, I think, now. Um, good thing is, well, next week is going to be a lot easier the week after. Probably all loans don't come, except if they keep pushing into packs. Um, although you can also get a loan as Beckham from these things again. So, uh, who knows? Uh, but... I had a hard time adjusting. So I had my worst start <laughs> at league ever. I'm not going to lie. I started 2-5. <laughs> Which uh, for someone that, well, honestly, I've never got below 14 wins, I think, in years. So I was like, um, don't know what's happening, but it's pretty tough. Um, so I went to the dark side. And this is also where the formation in review comes into play because I switched, Nathan, to the 4-3 two, one. Like, if you guys want to sweat this out, I'll sweat along with you. (laughs) Uh, Ended up with 11 wins, um, which still wasn't on my target still. But then again, in three hours time, I got the most out of the rewards, I guess. So in the end, I learned a lot. Uh, What I learned though, is that there's a lot of people pressing up very high. We spoke about 71 pressure before, I think, and else we did it on the community but there's a trend going on where people put the depth on 71, which means the players sort of auto launch and auto sight still. And people feel that that is very, very strong. I am, however, of the opinion, it's very much beatable. Let's start with 71 depth discussion first. What do you think about that?
1: So I think it's very aggressive. I think it suits some people's play styles. Um, I think you use it to try and harass the other team into mistakes. And I think that um, if you're going for rage quits, it could be quite viable. On the other hand, um, I think that if you're a player that can keep the composure um, and you can, you know, you're comfortable in possession, you can take passes, you can take the ball under pressure. Um, even if it's, you you almost ride out the first half, it's a stamina drain. I think it pushing up that high, will leave a lot of space either in behind or, um, you know, in football, you talk about your banks, so your formations like in between your defense and your midfield and your midfield and your attack. I think this high press actually leaves a bit of space for you to exploit, um, but you do need to be confident, composed, and calm. Um, I don't think it's the way to go. Um, I think it's it'll create more issues for you defensively than it will solve in the attacking sense, um, but also uh, the game's very young, and it's probably different ways and mechanics around facing it.
0: Yeah, I don't think it's overpowered if I'm honest though. Um, I said this morning that there's a lot of player movement possible from your side. Don't forget, you can trigger player runs by t- tapping the R1 once or the L1. You can send a player away from a run. And if you just lob over the incoming player, usually you're actually wide open and there's plenty of space there. I used it with a narrow formation and I got out plenty of times. It got me off guard a little bit how aggressive some of these players are. I seen some... Insane things, playing 4 to 4 like high up and swarming me. Uh, once I figured it out, though, I just passed to my fullback, passed it back to my goalkeeper, 1-2 over to the fullback again, and then the fullback could just run forwards and have all the time in the world. Biggest thing is still, I think, lo- not losing the ball. When I start focusing on actually not losing the ball in my own midfield, being safer there, things sort of clicked uh, into place. Um, I think in the end, I should have done better, but that's something really stood out, 71 depth. I don't think it's too bad. It's just that sometimes these new players, especially with the loans, just can manage to force your 81 Konate into making a mistake. But I think that will also sort itself out. Uh, use your goalkeeper though. I think many people are sort of afraid or don't think about using the goalkeeper in defense. Just pass back to your goalkeeper and it will goes for plenty of movement. Worst case, you can also pass just white from your goalkeeper. I don't think necessarily it's too strong itself. Other thing I found out is that people take a lot of Travella shots in the weekend league, which was like the first couple of times it happened, was like, that felt a little bit too strong. Kevin O'Brien just takes touch and the ball goes in, and everyone just scores Travella shots, like, yeah. And then after a couple of matches, I was like, okay, I can expect these Travella shots now. So I just start moving the goalkeeper, which of course you do by. Pressing down the right stick and move up or down. Uh, and actually, when the goalkeeper takes one step, the Travella usually just gets defended with the goalkeeper. Yeah. So, although I felt sort of frustrated by it at the start of it, it didn't bother me the rest of the weekend league, uh, honestly. But I've, that's something I very much found. Uh, and I do think the 4 4 2 is by far the most played formation I've faced. Um, which keeps it very simple. But four for two with high press makes it four players to run and crowd your area. So that sort of makes sense.
1: Yeah, it's However, very very balanced, isn't it? And it's like the one that you brought out to the, the Patreon feed as well. It's that's a good, very solid formation, which means you can build on it. It's probably it's more fun than using the four two three one now.
0: Yeah, although I think four three one still definitely has a place, but it's hard to get out of pressure when you have a four two three one and they're swarming yours back six anyways. I think that's where I sort of uh, then four to three one doesn't make much sense anymore. I think my advantage with the four three two one is that I dare to play football. If that makes sense, so I just dare to play the ball into my center midfielder, take one touch back and go again, go for the short, fast passing, and get out of it. Oh, that way. Um, but I am also aware that it's a little bit risky if you're not very confident to play on such close level uh, to with all the players. Yeah. My rewards weren't all that bad, though. I didn't get the uber-uber players, but I got Benzema from it, um, David Silva from the picks, and I forgot someone, but also I raised the card, I think. Um, Probably not someone that stands up in my team, but that wasn't too bad. At at least gives me something to do with, uh, for Beckham. Uh, Packed a O-block from the packs itself, so that was good. And the Norwegian's uh, female striker, but I forgot her name if I'm quite honest.
1: Berg, isn't it her yeah. her, her, her what is it her I'll 89 rated that. at least yeah another one i tried it for a
0: couple of matches She's actually pretty cool but i was like not cool enough to keep my team i think uh, because he- hegeberg hegeberg i will probably get <laughs> sp- that chasing us for that sorry for
1: that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> i i just got i just got used to seeing udgaard and hell and now i keep messing up uh, new ones. But I'll keep practicing, thank you for <laughs> that. Uh, anyways, I did not hate Weekly like, I'm never doing it again for the coming. Well, not never, but I'm not doing it again for the next couple of months, I think. Uh, because I just hate playing this mode, knowing I only play this for rewards, knowing there's no consistency in my opponents, um, and I just feel forced doing it. I didn't like playing that many matches in a row, if I'm honest.
1: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. It's high pressure. And to be fair, this, this weekend league is probably going to be the sweatiest one anyway until maybe team of the, season, uh, team of the year comes out. Um, obviously, it takes a lot of games to get the points to play. Excuse me, you've got to play the games. You've got to go through your qualifiers. And to do that so quickly, it's uh, quite intense.
0: Yeah, not too bad, though. I saw five and four, right?
1: That was a uh, good recovery. Good recovery. I mean, I, I, I expect better from you, John. Let's yeah, be honest. <laughs> you, you, you've let us all down there. We're, we're not angry. We're just very disappointed in you. Yeah, but I'm doing, <laughs> I
0: am I, I did make a point of being honest about it. So We could have also not mentioned it today.
1: Oh, no, we were mentioning that. <laughs> no, else you would have heard anyways.
0: Nathan. Yes. Um, many people want to ask about defending. Because yes. Defending is so heartbroken and stuff. We talked about it this Friday, Saturday as well. Um, (laughs) I think it's like GPM says, Chris says, defending is like trying to solve a Rubik's cube blindfolded with your hands tied behind your back while wearing boxing (laughs) gloves. What are your guys' tips for defending, especially against the players you utilize? The in his opinion overpowered dribbling and everyone replies to that we would all like to know this <laughs> we got a lot of questions people say i can't defend i can't defend what's going on with defending in this game and do we want to go at this first or shall i do what i've learned
1: this show is sponsored by car money the car finance ninjas fighting to make cars affordable and accessible for everyone, no matter your financial situation. Nikki, the car finance ninja here, compares the top car finance lenders in both the UK and Australia to get you the best possible price so you don't have to, and they can get you approved fast. All you need to do is choose your new car and drive away happy. Get in touch with one of their friendly ninjas and start your car finance journey today. Um, I'll I'll take a stab at, m- at my experiences and my recommendations first, if you don't mind. Um, yeah. So the first thing I would say is turn on the advanced dribbling, uh, the advanced defending, sorry, because having the new sort of sort of shoulder to shoulder shoulder barrage defending, um, it's X on on PlayStation. I'm not, I think I'm not entirely sure it would be on on Xbox. That is massive. I think that's something that you all need to do um, when you're setting up your team as well. The playstyles having a good, solid defender. Uh, you spoke about Van Dijk and Tamari-type players. These ones are excellent against the Regulars. Um, they just basically manhandle them. Um, we we ourselves, John, uh, we've played co-op together and we have got frustrated at times about defending some of the, the R1 dribblers. Um, we've tried everything from jockeying, from I've got very annoyed and just tried to two-foot everybody into oblivion. Um, so, you know... It, it takes a bit to get used to, but I think if you uh, close down the space, but you kind of stay in front of them, stay goal side, but don't actually commit, they will eventually run into you. Um, the hardest ones where they're cutting in from the byline, um, because obviously when they're in the penalty box, it gives you a bit more, but I think if you just keep them in front of you is the, is the key thing. Keep yourself between uh, the player, and if you keep yourself between the ball and the goal, um, they will run out of spaces. And, you know, the best players will always find a way to jink past you, but if you're solid, uh, you're jockey, you don't commit, and you sort of keep your position right and keep them away from the goal, I think that's the the best thing we could say.
0: Yes. Oh, actually, good point. Uh, Much in line, actually, with what I was about to say. But I would, like, I had to analyze a lot of uh, real-life football, so to speak, or on-the-page football, as we like to call it, right? This weekend. And I think the biggest thing you see there is that they got passing line. They make sure they don't... Have space to go forward, and they have space between the defender and the attacker to anticipate the attacker's move. I think one of the things we got used to in FIFA before, and I think people are still doing in FC 24, is that they want the defender to actually get the ball off that attacker or that midfielder or striker, so they rush into them. If dribbling is a little bit easier, it's easier to go around that or miss or bounce off because it's on control. Also, people tend to sprint into them, which is why it bounces off. And you can't get lucky with that. And I think you might have to look at that, but it also shouldn't be rewarded You're just slamming into an attacker. So, not will them. But in, my point is, in on the pitch football, you see players covering the lines, getting a little bit of space between the attacking player and the defending player, so the defending player can t- anticipate on what's being done. But on all costs, make sure the back line stays intact and make sure there's no passing line available forwards. And if you start thinking about an FC 24 like that, where you just hold your back line, make sure the passing line gets cut, use the partial team press. Again, tap R1 twice, hold it on the second tap, you'll see a blue marker, which will cover the upcoming players running, which will help tremendously with uh, cutback Goals, assist as well. That way, it will feel a little bit more like real football. I think this is where EA might have gone for, if that makes sense. Um, and you have to, they have to make a decision. The attacking opposition has to make a decision. Whereas, as we used to be playing, is where we force our defenders into their attackers. We force the decision. I think in this case, you have to be smart about it expect what they are doing, but not commit on doing it. So you can take one step forward to force them into making something, but don't go pushing all the way in. Does that makes sense?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And that
0: worked really well for me because even when the attacking 4-3-2-1, I didn't concede too many goals. I lost, a couple, I lost them too much match, matches, right? But most of them were because of the expected pressure. Some crosses where I'm like, okay, if I had a defender with the playstyle aerial, I would probably be able to defend this as well. Or like, okay, this is actually very really well played and I got a little bit surprised with Trevely at the start. But now also in this four, I'm like, actually, when I take a little bit more time, also make sure I don't give them the ball so often so they can keep trying. It's actually not that bad, but expect not to have the ball all of the time. I think that's it. If you force them to make a decision, very often, like you said, they just run into you. And if you then just hold the L2 button, you just get the ball. You don't even have to tackle honestly anymore.
1: Yeah. I think you're missing the the paramount bit of advice as well, uh, especially that I could offer you, John. That is. Don't play court with me when I get tilted. Well, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> <But> no, <laughs> I it's... can't
0: remember how often I said, stay in shape. Just, Nate, stay in shape. Nate, don't step out. Nate, just <laughs> let him come. Uh, but yes. I think, honestly, that is that is key. Just... And then they can do the Travellas, and if you expect the Travellas move your goalkeepers, you will actually be fine most of the time as well. Um, the more I play it, the better I get at defending, and the more I am convinced they actually didn't do a bad job with this defending.
1: Yeah, it's just it's it's changed, John. As people are struggling to adapt because you know we joke about it but EA, uh, FIFA 23 oh man I almost got used to it FIFA 23 was a little bit like autoblock FC um, we don't quite have autoblocks anymore so we're having to think a little bit more and there's, there's more variety and And Chris made a cracking point in the last pod that you know some of these attackers are still really really juiced um, however the defenders aren't quite as juiced so it is trying to adapt to to how you kind of counteract these really good attackers.
0: Archon, uh, coach, of course, foodcoaching.com says, I kind of disagree. I think you need to press tackle or shoulder charge for consistency in getting the ball back. Joke itself is not enough because AI doesn't do as many hard tackles as in previous year. Well, I'm not saying that's the case. I definitely agree with you there as well. But in the basics, I'm saying that we are tend to go out and now maybe then do the tackles or we'll get the ball back. Where in most situations, not committing in the first place is already enough to force them into making a bad decision. Once they get close or you want shoulder-to-shoulder, shoulder, then definitely you need to press the tackle the shoulder challenge. That's why you need to have the advanced defending on, like Nathan says, um, to be able to hold the X button on PlayStation or the A button on uh, Xbox to shoulder barge yourself through it, right? So I think we're definitely agreeing on that. But I, say, I see a lot of people committing in the first place, stepping out, therefore opening up, therefore giving the opponent a chance to actually make the move around
1: yeah no absolutely it's it stands in your ground isn't it it's not if you commit then there's spacing behind you for them to either bypass or you know one two or whatever so keep your line intact and 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 don't get tilted like i do and try and you know two foot somebody Roy keenan and uh, nigel de jong them whatever
0: uh true <laughs> <laughs> lovely how they always bring up
1: uh <laughs> <laughs> i better De Jong. we love a de jong tackle <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, Nate, there's so much to discuss, but so little time left. So let's start with your sneaky, well, inspired by Daniel, corner technique to uh, be used by everyone or to be abused by everyone. Just name it on the show because we'll put it out there anyways.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like you said, big hats off to Dan. Uh, We're playing co-op. He said, try this. Uh, No idea where he got it from, whether he was just playing around with it. But basically, if you start off with a very good crosser taking your free kick, R1 and pass it to the edge of the box and play like a first time pass back to the corner taker. Um, I usually use R1 to bring him slightly closer to you, It's first time cross in back post, and nine times out of ten it's on head, it's unchallenged header at the back. So it helps if you've got some big players. Um I've just bought Highland and he's on he's at the back post. But before that, we've used it, it was And It's been Tamori. It's been, you know, your bigger players seem to make that run to the back. Um and they seem to somehow come up against the smaller defenders for the other team. I'm not quite sure how that's happened, but it's a really, really effective technique. And like I say, nine times out of ten, you're getting a free header. Um, and, and quite a lot of time that results in a goal.
0: Yes, also goalkeepers somehow suck at getting the <laughs> ball out of the air when you actually have them in place. They sometimes miss it as well, I've
1: noticed. Yeah, um, which sometimes quite realistic though because there's, there's times now where they go for a challenge and your attacker can actually hit the ball before they get there, which is it's fun to see when it goes in your favor. It's very annoying and infuriating when it's against you, <laughs> but there is a little bit of realism to that because some goalkeepers do come out and make terrible decisions. So I'm not against that actually True, and no, well, we don't
0: have a field forward on onana so oof,
1: don't 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 had <laughs> yeah, another one at the weekend it's still very sore <laughs>
0: sorry i had to admit mm. you sell talk about realism how ultimately goes to that moment <laughs> oh um yep. yeah so um make sure you save that because i think it's a very good way of doing it and now everyone's not doing it yet so uh well, take that what you need. It's time for the formation in review. Do we do take one? Shall I do the four three two one? What do you prefer, my friend?
1: So you you talk about yours because my one is just elaborating a little bit further on the four four two that you put out and, and we discussed last week. There's just a few tweaks that I've, I've experimented with, so I'll discuss them after.
0: Perfect, perfect. So I went for the four three two one. Four three two one is often a very sort of weak uh, formation in defense. Uh, however, it's very smart. Well, smart going forward. I also have the seven players in the box. We'll share those tactics soon, of course. But the biggest thing is when people commit to stepping out, and you suddenly have four players stepping in. There's always space to get in between the defenders. I think if you're looking for the the pass between defenders, it's such it was so easy to actually create chances. So yes, they scored that Travella, they scored that finish shot that they came through or they beat my defender in the air. But still, I got so many chances in. I had an average of 12 shots on target once I switched to four three two one in the weekend league. Um, and I also had some high-scoring high high, high scoring matches, like 6-7-1. Um, I, I think that's the really strong point of this. Even if you're be one behind, just take your time, focus on losing the ball. Pass the ball between the midfielders. Like if you go for uh, uh, left-right, 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 there's always a... The, Opponent is always going to step in one at de- one time, and then suddenly you can pass forward, and you're on the edge of the box, and you have two, two, three, four players running up to get the ball in behind. I think that's a strong point of that. I think four three two one is something. we Will I said it in the first show? I think we did about FC Twenty Four that I'm expecting four three two one to be very, very strong this year, and um, I'm not changing my opinion anytime soon because I think it will become stronger once people actually learn how to defend, because. You will always have an overpowered situation, like man, like volume-wise at the top. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to commit for the four-three-two-one 3 two, one for a little while longer. Uh, in midfield, take one center, like one center midfielder that can also defend. He's on stay back. He or she is on stay back. Uh, and you have one that can actually launch forward. Um, I used Patry from Barcelona there. Uh, which worked wonders. And I used Fanky de Jong as a centre midfield that you just run forwards and run backwards and that worked really well. Um, 4-3-2-1. Yeah, I think it's something we'll be seeing a lot. It doesn't work well when being pressed on defense. You have to be very confident in your ability to pass short. Uh, But once you are, it's actually really easy to one-two pass through the middle and get a lot of spacing because their fullbacks are open midfield is gone when they press up high. So it worked really well versus the 71 defense. Like I lost four in the last matches, right? Uh, after getting that horrendous start, which... oh, And those weren't big losses either. So I'm uh, very eager to try it a little bit more and fine-tune the tactics during this week. Um, I'm not saying I'm going to hit Division Three with it, but I'm definitely going to try.
1: No, it's solid. I mean, it's always... Last year, It was it was used to death, wasn't it? It was... I tried using it but like you say defensively even last year I struggled a little bit with um but you always hear that defense in a four four two and such like. So if you're saying it's that um that overpowered, it might be worth persevering with a little bit more.
0: It does. I got one CF action sent forward coming on uh get back on defense. Uh which makes it a four four two on paper. But honestly the transitions can be so fast now that well, it is four four two for a split second and then everything falls apart. Again, anyway, so I'm not sure that's really the biggest thing, but there's also no reason for him to stay forward. So Mm. We'll see this week once I got some new strikers in to test a little bit more. Yeah, Uh, But I think it's a very good one. Anything to add for the 442 yet or next week?
1: So 442, um, basically I've moved away from the one that you released and I've kind of gone back to it. Um, like I was saying, we, we, we are crossing, uh, crossing feed. So instead of having, I'll, I'll not give away, but instead of having inverted uh, wingers, I tried to have them on stay wide. Um, and I tried to invert my full backs to kind of give a little bit more uh, presence inside. Um, long story short, absolute disaster. Um, having them stay wide just left an absolute chasm in the middle um uh, so at times it was my two centre mids against three or four of their centre mids or their sort of midfield their middle players so um stick to John's tactics is a long story short <laughs> don't don't tweak uh, don't tweak the 442 like i was doing but at the same time it was it was good to experiment um i will i'll pick up your 4321 i'll give them a go um the other one that we've tried i think Dan spoke about was the four, uh, four 3 no 4213 which is, seems to be very popular just now as well. So um, I'm quite tempted to give that a wee go and see if I can make that my own um, because, I, like I say, I like having wide men as well. So I'll, it's good fun to, to out the game to be able to experiment and see what's what.
0: Definitely. And I think this is also the time to do it for the phase we're in. Absolutely. Perfect. Player in review. Nate, your player in review this week.
1: Yes. Yeah, so mine is the Evolved Raspidori. Um, oh, my
0: gosh. Yes, we like to call it
1: unreal (laughs) absolutely unreal so uh big shout out to uh, lexinator in our discord who looked at the team that i was rocking at the time said have you thought about him i I hadn't (laughs) um but i was like i tried his gold card even his gold card is is very very good so uh use him with the relentless winger evolution puts him up to an 85 center forward but he plays striker left wing right wing um 89 acceleration, so he's fairly fast. He's got 85 across pace and shooting. His finishing seems cracked, though. Um, I've put a hunter on him, so his finishing, his finishing itself goes up towards the high, very high 90s. Uh, High-low work rate, so perfect for a stay-forward striker. Always seems to be in the right, space, right place. Um, for some reason, he scores a lot of headers, but I'm just looking at it now. It says he's got 74 jumping and 69 heading accuracy, so I'm not quite sure how he manages to score a lot of headers, but but he does, um, but he gets four-star skills and five-star weak foot. So um, you were saying on Friday you like the the five-star weak foot players. And to be honest, like you look at him on paper and he looks very, very solid, but I found that he, he plays like a very top-tier striker just now. And I don't know whether it's because I've evolved him and he maybe have some evolution juice, um, like people seem to have with this fatty. I don't know whether it's in my head and I just seem to be getting the ball to him more, but... If you've still not done your relentless swinger and you're looking for a Serie A uh, or an Italian striker, like, I, can't, I can't recommend him enough. I think he's played 79 games and he's scored 86 goals. Um, and that's been, you know, Div 5, which on paper doesn't sound high, but obviously at the time of the game, it was quite, quite competitive to say the least. Um, some of them have been in, in co-op um, with Dan as well. So it's been a decent level, um, really good returns with him. So I highly, highly recommend
0: no, that's an awesome review though. Go get him and I, uh, he's not expensive and you can upgrade him yourself. So plenty to do. I want to talk about my dear friend, uh, Robert Lewandowski, which I had in the team week one, the inform. I got out of my team because I thought it was too slow. He made a triumphant return this week uh, because I was missing a striker that could actually finish. Uh, I also used Kluivert, but I'll talk about him maybe after a couple of more matches. Uh, I needed a player that's able to do a header and I needed a player that just finishing when, finishes when I need him to finish because that's been a um, thing. So from coins, I bought him from 170,000 coins. I think he actually dropped already. So, well, go take your advantage there. Uh, he has the uh, power header plus playstyle, Nate, which I think works, but he also has the finesse shot, the normal, the chip shot, the power shot, the incisive pass, the first touch, which is awesome, by the way. And the trivala shot. Four star, four star with a hunter. He's got 99 finishing, 99 positioning, 96 shot power, 99 volleys, et cetera, et cetera. He's 99 penalties as well. But for some reason, not only do I score every single goal, or not, almost every single goal I got one on one with him, I scored 14 free kicks with him already. <laughs> and I don't know why. And <laughs> you, uh, you were a, a live audience on one of them as well, I think. Yeah. Um, I don't know. He doesn't have to, t- to trade. His fee- free kick accuracy is 87, which is all rightish. But he doesn't have the dead ball plus, so you can't see the whole pack of him. But it's like, I get a free kick. Lewandowski takes it and it's like, okay. I'm not saying he shoots every, one, every time he, sh- he scores, but a lot of time he just surprises either the opponent or they are not expect him to take the shot. Penalties, flawless. And you power up three, three, three and a half bars. You can just aim down and unless the goalkeeper's already in the corner, but even if they dive in the right corner, you might actually be so far in the so so fast in the corner that you actually hit them still. Um, yeah, I quite liking him. I'm looking for a good co-partner that's why I like, try to climb it. I might try the, uh, uh but I do think playstyle plus make a massive difference or playstyles make a massive difference on cards, because Lemenowwsk is one of those cards that last year I didn't actually like. This short feels so much more as his real life counterpart. And I don't think the way I play, I need speed on counters, anyways, that much. Um, but I do need them to hit the target when I want them to hit the target. And that's what kept annoying me with Nunes, Gapko last week, for example, um, where I'm like, I got it. Oh, and Kunku, man, the chances and Kunku missed because he hit him on his weak foot. Griezmann as well. Like, okay, he creates this beautiful. Damn, I did hit it on the different foot and now it just shoots white. Uh Lewandowski doesn't do that, even though he's four-star weak foot. Uh, probably a little bit better than three-star, anyways. But I do think uh I'm not trying I'm not I'm definitely not using a striker anymore that is lower than uh four-star weak foot, because I think it just hurts too much. But Lewandowski so far I think he's cheap. He's a steal. There's of course a new Champions League version of him as well. Uh, I think that's why the price dropped as well. But the 91 rated it, the inform is definitely recommendable. And the 90 rated one is just 41000 And isn't that much worse either. So definitely yeah. worth a try, I think.
1: He, he, yeah, I mean, he is very good. And the, the thing that I didn't like is obviously, like you said, the pace when, when we're in co-op. So we play slightly different styles. So I was used to strikers that could kind of maybe open the legs a little bit more. His road to the knockouts one has more pace. I think he's about four hundred and something thousand. Dan's picked him up, um, which looks very, very good. But no, the free kick was unreal. It was also unexpected. Um, And he he is lethal. He is. uh, You give him a chance, he finishes it.
0: Yeah, and he can turn around as well. Even though his accuracy is just seventy eight, but his balance is eighty four, and his reactions are good. Ball control ninety one. With the first touch, I think it it helps a lot. Not like he's not um, the tiny player that dribbles around everything, but he can definitely turn still. And yeah. that's why I might get rid of Clive, but we'll talk about that next week. Mm-hmm. Nathan, thank you so much. Find Nathan on NJ Downs on X, I should say these days. And of course, NJ Dance on the Discord. Just say hi to him there. Um, see you this Saturday, my friend. Uh, well, very excited. In, in person, of course. Uh, and um, I got actually nothing to left. Uh, keep dropping us those five-star reviews because the five-star re- five reviews you will send in. I will read out on the show if I don't forget it. Um, but they will help us if you can't contribute to us. Uh, so it's definitely much appreciated. Thank you so much. Just one thing, Nathan, left for us to do. Drop it. Drop it.
1: Drop it. Drop eh? you- it. F you in
0: view